Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. If you want to be my friend, you would better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. That's going to be Patrick Keenan from The Winter Sounds. Any of our listeners out there, if you're wondering, why do they always remind us that it's Patrick Keenan from The Winter Sounds? Because in the off chance mm-hmm. that there's anyone listening mm-hmm. who doesn't know that yet, we are constantly hyping Patrick because, fuck, he's amazing. He writes amazing jingles. He writes amazing we songs with his bands. Song. He wrote all of our music and stupid fucking jingles for Pound Cake, and he crushed uh-huh. it every single time. Oh, my God. God. I have to find those and we have to play them on here so that people can go, oh my God, Patrick, we thought, here he, he writes what is now, we now know for two years in a row is nominated and won best mm-hmm. podcast theme song. Mm-hmm. But people don't know, he's also been nominated for and won best jingles within a podcast, um, which kills Todd Glass. But it, <laughs> who cares? Patrick won it fair and square. You can recount as much as you want, Todd. Yep. We, we locked up it. Georgia. We locked up Arizona. We locked up Nevada. We locked up Pennsylvania. <laughs> when the computer has to say it. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Laura, look at you look at, looking like you just got LASIK. I wish. That's what you look like. I think I'm going to go LASIK. Do it. Daniel went place. LASIK. I just do what Daniel does. I'll do it at your I place. Do you I'll do. do it at your apartment. <laughs> All right, hold still. You never Daniel, want to you be sure? getting a medical procedure where they have to say hold still. Even even if you're I'm going to go to the doctor from Minority Report that did Tom's eyes. <laughs> this, who was in? Who I was in an episode of Those Who Can't with Tom Cruise? No, that doctor. He was have also the, Tom the drunk astronaut. No, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. What is your biggest that energy? celebrity 
Because that, you know, when like if you're like me, when you go back home, you meet somebody's c- kid or nephew or cousin or whatever, and they're like at the age where they start to think they're cool, but they're still a fun kid, like somewhere around 13, 14, and they'll be like, sure. Who's like the biggest celebrity you've ever seen? And <laughs> yeah. we've like through projects or just life or somehow you end up like when I was at the funny people premiere 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when I was like, how the fuck am I? How did I, I don't, I have no business. The dialogue inside your head. If that, if you could collect every single person in our position, and I mean people that are now like huge A-listers, right. And you could just have their recording of their first time being in that environment. Yeah. You would have the most popular podcast of all time. (laughs) But obviously at that, like the funny people premiere was huge. Of huge. Course. I mean, just the cast alone is so many different names. Yeah. I mean, it's in the book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, uh, Michelle McNamara's uh, book. She even talks about being at that premiere with Patton. Now, look, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember seeing in there. I'm not saying she's a liar, but I was there and I don't remember seeing her and Patton. I mean, um, who knows? It was huge. They rented out the top level of the parking garage like the parking garage at the arc like that's they made that the premiere oh that's awesome yeah it was crazy so anyway but i think my my biggest like oh shit like that you do to somebody was i was at a sushi restaurant here in la and clint eastwood came in that's crazy yeah that's big yeah that's like oh there's that's like a block of hollywood right in one plenty plenty boy yeah do you know do you do you have one that you're like, oh, that's an icon? I, I can never remember what I've ever said on this show, which is not a surprise to or anyone. Or a problem. But I had lunch with Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Um, have I not told you this? No. So I would know when if I you was, said that on the show. When I was doing stand-up, still living in New York, uh, I, di- I did something... Butter. Pass it. <laughs> I did something I with butter. Tom Arnold. <laughs> I did something with Tom Arnold, and uh, we did stand up. And then he was great. He let me open for him uh, at a couple what clubs. Year is this two thousand six. This is like uh, oh oh eight oh nine. Yeah. And Tom Tom is an incredibly uh, nice, great person. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very nice to me, and I'm still very grateful for it. He was, he was very nice to me and uh, treated me great. And he always said, if I ever get a show, he goes, I'm gonna, I want to get you on the show. He's like, I think you're so funny. He totally stood by, you know, by me mm-hmm. with my act. And then he got a show out here. It was a pilot. Larson and I did it with him. Uh, but before I got to be in it, I had to go to Fox one day and they had to meet me because, you know, Tom is sure. very has erratic behavior. So they were like, we need to meet this guy. <laughs> we're not just giving you the reins to put him in right, this thing. Right. So I get to and I'm going to go have lunch with Tom after he wants to go hang out. Sure. After the meeting. So sure. I get to the meeting and Tom goes, Tom goes, hey, I think we'll just go get lunch with Arnold after this. Uh, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, that's that. That's awesome. Now, Let's but do did that. you assume you're like, there's only one. I did, yeah, I, mean, I knew. Like, hey, I knew. I was like, "That's exactly what's happening." Right. I was. I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah. And so I, uh, I was like, "Oh, great! That sounds really cool." And so we had the meeting. I'm not even paying attention to anything in the meeting. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, he's like, "Meet us over at this place." So I meet over. It's in uh, Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. It's also, <laughs> it's, it's almost like cliche. Of course, this Italian restaurant. I park, and I'm just standing at the front waiting to see tom go in of course and then i'm gonna go in and then i get this text from tom and he's like hey where are you 
And I'm like, oh, I'm out front waiting for you guys to be here. He's like, oh, we've been sitting down. Come on in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they sneak in the back. There's the, yeah, the you know, that celebrity yeah. culture. Right. And so I, uh, go in, I go in and I go up to the front and I go, I go, hi, I'm here. I'm joining some people. Uh, and they're like, oh, who? And I was like, I even said, I go, I know you won't believe this, but it's Tom Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know that you won't believe that I'm right. with them. Right. You probably think I'm a, you know, paparazzi. Right. And they were like, okay. And I was, uh, they, they were very hesitant. And I was like, we can walk over the table. And I was like, and if they don't recognize me, I'll leave. I was like, but I <laughs> trust me. So I walk over to the table. Tom is on a phone call sitting at the Fuck. table. Arnold is with his like two guys, like his two driver guys. Sure. And then his 16 year old son at the time. Gotcha. And Tom. Tom's on the phone. So I just walk up. And so four people have to verify someone they've never seen. And they all are like, whoa, who is this walking up? And I just walk up and I'm like, hey. And Tom doesn't really look. And then he looks and he goes, oh, hey, everybody. This is Rory. He's going to be in the show. Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, okay. And the restaurant guy walks off and I sit down. Tom's still on the phone call. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stand up. But I I stood up and I like said to everybody, hi, I'm I'm Rory Scovel. And I shook everybody's hand. And then I sat back down and um you know there we are just ordering they've already ordered <laughs> i'm like okay oh, well i'll get to i just literally the waiter comes over and I'm like were you gonna have anything i literally open i Spaghetti. the first thing i saw i was like i'll get that i was like just get i'll take that like I'll, i have sure. no i'm sitting directly Rory, i wish you would have gone because i'm deep in as we're recording this i'm deep into meg ryan's character and when harry met sally i wish you been like, <laughs> how long do you cook your bolognese <laughs> Like you, they're like nine hours. Right. That like, sounds mm, good. Okay, I'll do that. I'll That's do that. Good, I'll do that with yeah. the bread on the side, but I don't want the butter. I want the butter on the side as well. But you do you have a batch going right now? That's right at eight hours <laughs> right. that you could pull. Um, so you go. I'm sitting across from Arnold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just sort of there. Tom Arnold's joking around. This is two weeks after the scandal broke that Arnold had another secret kid baby. with the yeah. secret baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks after, and um, I I'm just sitting there soaking it all in the two his son eats you know he, he what does he care he, he eats he's like can i go and he's like right. yeah go ahead and he like, takes off the two guys uh they get up and leave and now it's me tom and arnold and tom gets on a phone call so it's Again. just me and arnold uh, i think at the time he was really trying to make true lies to happen <laughs> <laughs> i think we're still in that time I would I would be down for it. Hundred um, percent. Are you kidding me? But I'm I'm sitting across from Arnold, and uh, it's just the two of us. And he's like, he just says, "So what? Uh, why? Why?" He goes, "Why are you capable of doing stand up, and yet most people are not capable of doing it?" And, say, and I was immediately like, delusion? "What a great!" I was like, "What a great question!" I sort of did. I was like. I was like, I honestly don't know. I was like, I think when you do it, you when you first do it, you then you know what it is, and it. I think it takes a personality type. But I was like, once you've done an open mic, you've gotten over a huge wall. Sure, you know that's not real right. in your mind, and then you realize you if you get some laughs, you realize okay, I'm, I am capable, and then you just do it. And he was like, How old are you? And I, I think at the time I was thirty. I just turned thirty. I was about to turn thirty. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, that's a great time in your career. He goes, he goes, do you have children? Are you married? I was like, no, I, I have someone I'm with. I'm not, we don't have kids and we're not married yet. Right. And he was like, he goes, really enjoy it. He goes, that's when, you know, I had just done Conan and uh, he goes, my career really started to take off. And, you know, Maria and I took it slow. He was like, really, really enjoy your career. 
in that little gap before it really takes off and then you really start building a family and stuff. And it no joke, I the whole time I'm like I am talking to the fucking terminator, but yet he is saying the running man. This sage advice of like <laughs> think about this with your career and do these things. Not only that, shaking his hands soft as fucking Really? I think I hands. get a lot of weight so, callus. So soft. Anyways, Tom and I Tom's like, all right, we got to go. Tom goes, come out, exit with me. And I go, oh, okay, you got it. And I walk out and Tom goes, Tom was like, yeah, just stay by my side. Didn't know what he meant. But as soon as we go out, it's paparazzi city. (laughs) And I did not expect it. And people are, two weeks ago, the fucking thing broke. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are like asking Tom questions and I just veer to go behind all of them. And Tom is like by himself, but like crushing it. He's throwing out bits. He's doing lines. And they just, go, he goes straight through the paparazzi, gets in his car, leaves. The paparazzi then turns around. And like Arnold has quickly gotten in. His two guys pulled right up. He got in and out. It was so fucking calculated and beautiful. But and then I just walked there, back to my car, smiling and laughing like, like I hadn't even moved to LA yet. I was like, "Whoa!" Wah. And I told I told Jordan, I was like, "I don't know another." I was like, "I don't know who will ever beat that for me in terms of worldwide popular that mm-hmm. matters to me and like what I grew up in." Sure. I was like, "The only other person," and I I don't feel this way now, right? But at the time, I was like, "The only other person would have been like Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan," right? But still to this day i'm like i don't know how i ever top it i've met celebrities who are amazing and you do it is strange to see them but i i bet you and i are in the same position you start to work with you know people enough yeah you start to go oh yeah you're all you might be this hugely famous person and it is weird to see you in real life when i've only ever seen you on screen right but you're always reminded instantly you are you are just like me. You are just mm-hmm. a person mm-hmm. who was doing this thing mm-hmm. and it worked and you're good enough at it and then something happened and you exploded right. and it's it is weird to be around and see but it there's nothing that feels better than meeting someone who is a huge star and they are so normal. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. And I I truly wish People in this country who are like Hollywood elitists and all this stuff, I wish they could just meet these people who come from the same places they come 100%. from, who just happen to, to win the lottery and, of yeah. exposure and are just talent. They have a talent, right? And people pay tickets to see it, but they also can't believe, <laughs> right? They can't believe it either. They're yeah. like, I, I don't know. I just it worked. Yeah. Because we've both had, yeah, I've had that on set where I was like, man, I fucking hope I'm about to do what all these people think I'm going to do here. Because <laughs> exactly. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and I, like, it's, I've always, anytime I've been around, it's always comforting. It feels great. I've also been around people that, and, and it's rare. It is very rare that I am around or see a celebrity that fucking acts the stereotypical shitty way mm-hmm. that you think they would. And it's to their core. It sure. isn't. They probably, if they weren't famous, would, still would be, probably yes. still be a yes. shitty manager, be a shitty person or a in shitty the office. friend, or yes. a shitty cousin. Yes. And they are. It those wouldn't things matter. Too. Yeah, it wouldn't matter that they suddenly had millions of dollars and like a lot of fame, and they're great at being fake. Mm-hmm. But I, I've met enough where where you really are like, oh, you're you're also just a normal person 
And here's what I do. And I do want to say this because I know we get political on this show. But there are people who are fake and they are aiming for power. They've calculated yeah. and studied 100%. their life to yes. have power. Yes. And you give them a free pass as civil servants, but you rarely give a free pass to these very normal, just like you people who happen to be great at shooting three pointers. Mm -hmm. They happen to be fucking really fast and great at catching a ball mm -hmm. on the run. They happen to be able to fucking play amazing sports or just be very funny or happen to sing really well. And yes, sometimes they fucking turn the money changes them, but they, they're, they're no different. They're just normal. Right. They're normal people. And I'm thankful we're in comedy because a lot of times they're very funny, fun people. I, I agree. And the, the, the thing for me is too, is like, well, one, I just love the idea that somewhere out there, there might be some like paparazzi photos somewhere on the internet of the, of you three walking out of that restaurant and you're in the frame before you duck off to the side. I love well, it. Would that just that be me, be it would there. just be me and Tom. And then I probably, you almost probably could, there's probably a snapshot of the light bulb going off above <laughs> my head of like, oh, I should go behind them. But then the other thing too, is I feel like <laughs> when it's somebody is like, like there should be somebody I really love and respect what they do or whatever. But like if they're funny or an actor or a writer, unless they're like that icon status, I, I kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's awesome to meet you. But um, you're me with opportunity. Like, like, so, so like, uh, I, yeah. I love you and I respect you, but I'm not like, holy shit. But I do get that about like athletes and musicians because sure. I'm like, I can't do because you're not in their field. Yeah, you're like, I can't do at all what you did. And I think yeah. sometimes that's why some people feel that, like, athletes and musicians can feel that way about comics. Because they're like, yeah. I can't fucking... I, it, literally, if I could just fucking do an entire concert of, like, amazing songs that I wrote and people just yeah. wanted to come see that, it would blow yes. my mind. But that same musician would say, yeah, but I need this guitar to get people to like me. Like, all you have to do is go talk. Like yeah. they can't. There is a there is some leverage to being good at stand up. There's oh, some 100%. leverage, in, just in terms of we respect. Just need a quiet people room. Are like, oh, you have a you do a thing that's crazy. You know what I? You know I think it's easier to fan out over musicians or athletes, and and they're also very normal, <laughs> regular mm -hmm. people who are also like, yeah, I also can't believe I <laughs> I made I pulled it off. <laughs> Most humble celebrities will tell you, I can't believe everyone's still believing this lie. A hundred percent. That's what they will tell you. Yes. And you go, oh, good. You're a humble, nice person. Um, and you hope they're donating. Like, you know, when in a cartoon where a person's running across like ice and it's cracking behind them as they're running, I constantly yeah. feel like that. Like, I just got to keep because if I slow <laughs> yeah. down, I'm going to fall. Yeah. And everybody's going to be gonna like, gonna we keep. Knew. Yeah. It's like a video game. You're just grabbing cash grabs <laughs> to like keep it, to keep enough gas in the tank. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think. Uh, I think the reason why it's easier to fan out because you're not in their department and you're not trying to be coworkers with them. Right. But in entertainment, if you meet an actor or a comic or whatever, and if you really do have this a, ma a massive amount of, of adoration for them and you fanboy out a little bit, it makes it awkward because you could be working with this person. I know, yeah. And you yeah. really want to go like, hey, I'm not famous. I'm mm -hmm. not like you. I can't do what you do. But we are we are coworkers in the broad yeah, sense of yeah, the word. Yeah, for sure. And if you're just in one scene in a movie, it's like, hey, I I know no one's buy you know no one's buying their movie ticket because I'm in this movie, but I am here right. because for this one play, they want me to inbounds the ball to you, right? And I I I can get it to you. Yeah, you're totally right. And so I'm I'm and so I am and and 
you know that 10 years ago you were inbound, you were also passing mm-hmm. the ball. It doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. but you do know that you also had to inbounds the ball. So you know, you know what this is. I'm going to tell you a quick John Hamm story and then we'll go where we need to go. So I'm at this Christmas party and it's uh, me, John Hamm and all these other comedy people. And he's talking to somebody we're standing around and they go, uh, they go, so you're directing episodes of uh, Mad Men this season? He goes, yeah, I, uh, I, I doing the first step. Ep- I think it was like the first episode of the season and then like two more. And the person goes, uh, man, that's got to be crazy. Like going from the actor in the show to the director and John, because he's fucking John Hamm, he goes, I mean, it's crazy going from the waiter to being in a TV show. <laughs> Like he still hadn't <laughs> lost that feeling of like, yeah. fuck actor to director. How about just going from waiter to working? Like yeah. I just, that's the, cra- he's like, I'm, that's still the crazy part to me. Yeah. And like he has this great story of working in Brentwood and running across the street to go have drinks and ended up sitting next to Lionel Richie and Lionel Richie, of course, was like, who the fuck's this guy next to me? And then 10 years later, he's backstage at Lionel Richie's concert. And of course, Lionel Richie does not remember that night that of they course, met at the bar. Of course. But John yeah. still does. You know, and it, it's that exact same thing of like, well, 10 years ago, I wasn't even, they weren't, I wasn't even in the stadium watching someone else inbound the ball. And now I'm, call, yeah. and now I'm calling the play. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I fucking love it. Me too. I love it's it great. too. Because like I said, it's just like if you if work if you're working hard and you have a good attitude, the Conan O'Brien model, uh, work hard, be nice, and then you have the talent. It's other people are just you plus opportunity. So just keep yeah, just get that, and that goes for anything in life. Um, yeah. All right, you want to go? I mean, that's always my my stand up advice. It's like, what do I do? I think you go on stage and you have fun, and if you're doing that, mm-hmm. it's easy, you know people are going to find it or they're not. But yeah. you are having fun, so if you never make it. You had fun. Yeah. You're yeah. like, well, I went on stage. I was miserable because I was hoping I'd be famous. It's like, well, then I don't, I don't know yeah, that you're a comedian. You're gonna, right. <laughs> yeah. I think you got something else you're working on. Yeah. Uh, all right. You ready to go? Let's Ooh. go to the letters. Rory, you threw it back a little bit. I had to go back. There's so much pressure now. We've built no, it No, there's up. none. It's, it's our own design. We decide. It is our own design. No, it's not. It's their design. We just talk about it. All right, you ready? It's their design. We just draw about it. <laughs> there you go. It's their play. We just inbound it. Okay, here we go. Can I just say we've been watching a lot of Bob Ross? Go ahead. Hi, Daniel and Rory. Somebody gets it. Mm-mm. Happy Mm-mm. Halloween, Mm-mm. gentlemen. I think this was sent uh, the day nope. after. This yeah. is for next year. Yeah, Daniel and I are always I'll on top it. of the letters. We've read all of them to date. <laughs> Daniel, I hope you enjoyed conducting the Halloween-go extravaganza last night as much as my friends and I enjoyed playing. I did love it. It was the first time I successfully hashtag grew the shoe. I realized it wasn't a Pen Pals event per se, but work with me here. They loved you and have asked to attend the next bingo event, Fist Pump. Although they, Bam. Did, they did not agree with my opinion that you should keep the neck tattoos to each their own. I do think <laughs> the tattoos suit you, though. Swoon. That's nice. This is a secrets-related email. I almost called a false bingo last night with the specific idea of sharing what I think are entertaining and somewhat juicy secrets. But I held back because I didn't want to potentially and unintentionally start a trend that could derail bingo. I also did not want to shade anyone else's secrets by breaking in with something along the lines of, now these are secrets. So here we are. 
I am now determined to share said secrets. I will share three as I would have Uh if I had followed through on my impulse to call a false bingo. Let's begin. Okay, Rory. I mean, how I mean, we do have a whole secrets place, but I I think this is fun for pen pals. You've done it right. I love this person's instinct to go, but you know what? Those aren't the rules. Right. They could have derailed bingo. I love respect. She could have called a false bingo just to give her secrets, but she did it this way, and now she's on the show that we talk about. Yeah. Number three, I am banned from all Walmarts for life. (laughs) I will let you... number one? Yes. Well, number three, I will let you guess why. I'm not proud of why I got banned, but I am also... Not unhappy about being banned itself. Now we can. I have thoughts. Okay, we'll come back. Number two. I have thoughts. (laughs) Number two. Number two on the secrets list. When I'm having a bad, unpleasant, or boring day at work, I send a close male friend risque or fully nude photos of myself. I don't take them at work, except for that one time. I take them at home as a way to improve my mood when I'm feeling down. I told this male friend that I am just having fun, and if he wanted me to stop, he needs to tell me. His response was, quote, please continue. I also, or I honestly, don't know what to make of myself sometimes. Number one, for three full years prior to the beginning of 2020, I didn't have sex with anyone. I didn't even have physical contact with anyone outside of an occasional hug. Did you say three years? Yes. Continue. I won't get into the reasons for this besides saying that I had responsibilities that I erroneously thought precluded me from having any intimate relationships, purely sexual or otherwise. Over some time... A, uh, over some time, a few friends helped me to see that, I, that it didn't have to be that way. I broke my three-year drought by having sex with a 25-year-old co-worker slash firefighter. Although I'm not a firefighter, I have nonetheless been promised my own firefighting equipment, but that's another story. We had sex in his truck in a parking lot at work and near work. I am 46. I've moved on from that fellow and have tested the water with another couple fellows and am now back to my regular self. Insatiable. It is torture. Sweet, sweet torture. LOL. I am a goof. So there you go. I hope these three secrets were interesting and spicy enough to hold your interest and spur some discussion. I bet they do. Dare I say... Those are just the tip, lol, just the tip, that's not me, that's written, of the iceberg <laughs> when it comes to my unique and unusual life experiences. I apologize if this was not the proper manner in which to send you these secrets. Sending these the wrong way would be on brand for me, though, as Daniel might be able to vouch based on my performance at every camp night that I've played. See also, hopefully lovable loser. Sincerely, your secret pen pal but you can call me Dana for this one. Love it. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Here's my guess. I know. Worked at Walmart, took the nudes, got caught. Do you think that? I f- was there a clue in two for three? Ooh. Okay. 
when she said, "I'm going to let you figure out why," it seems like well, you got to give us something. It seems well, like because maybe two, we did. Get I got. Them. She says I got banned, but also not unhappy about being banned myself. Yeah, I mean, who would care if you got banned from Walmart? Now, let's say you had a manager who was like being sexually harassing or inappropriate, and you like punched them, and then Walmart didn't. They only know they only like take into consideration the fact that you punch them and then they don't maybe they're like, Well, we don't believe you that he was or she was a bad person. So maybe no that pun would get intended, you banned. but this this guess is a big swing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, like, what's something where you did something where you're like, I don't feel wrong about that because I was in the right, even though on the surface people might think my actions were unwarranted. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I got banned for life. Why would you let me guess why? Just fucking tell me, I Dana. No, J- Dana. This is not as bad as somebody being like, I watched somebody get killed once, and that's it. What was that? What Dana, it was? Dana. No, no time is a time good time for goodbyes. Okay. Dana. What was the person that said us? I watched somebody die once, and that's all I'll say about it. Wasn't it that's that? exactly how could you even remember? And then they wrote something back, and they were like, "I hi again," and that was it. And we had to move on because <laughs> it's like we can't play this game. Mm-mm. And then you know that person could have written, written since then and written a lot. I don't even know. How do you keep up? <laughs> There's too many letters. There's never too many letters. I don't mean that, but okay. I am banned from all Walmart. I'll let you guess why. I'm not proud. That's the thing. Like, if it was a sex pick, why not be proud of it? Wait, I'm not proud. I'm not proud uh, of why. I, I bet got it was banned. a sex pick. But then why I not bet be it proud could have of been it? a sex pick because you lost your job and you were banned, and you're like, I'm not proud that that's why. You know, maybe you're a little ashamed that, like, ah, oh, why did that have to happen? I don't know. Who but knows? maybe they were in a place in their life where they really like. Not in a criminal sense, but in a necessity sense. We're like, I, I can't. I need food, and so yeah, I'm not proud yeah. of the fact that I had to steal food, but I would do it again in that situation. Oh, uh, you feed. think they stole? Maybe they stole from work. But it was like I had, you know, they were like I was in a spot. I think stealing from work is probably. But that's assuming I, they I'm, worked there. I think they worked there. For I life. think they worked there, How, and I'm, I'm so, willing to go down that road that they stole. And instead of pressing charges, Walmart's like, "Look, we just tell you, don't ever go into a Walmart ever." Which, how do they keep that track? Rory, of that? that's the ne- just like us both wearing pink today. <laughs> you can't keep track of that. That's the next. I want to tell Dana. You just go just in. so you know, Dana, you could probably go into that same Walmart again. Dana, here's here's a challenge for you. Mm-hmm. Videotape. Selfie videotape you going into a Walmart <laughs> and trying to buy something and leave and see if you get Just away with find out. <laughs> and then she's like, "No, I I murdered someone. They know. They my pictures everywhere. Yeah, they're aware. I wonder what it is. What was number number two? Oh, number two. When I'm having a bad, unpleasant, or boring day at work, I send a close male friend nude pics. I gotta say that gets me excited. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's I, fun. I knew you would. I I love that but kind of she, shit. That kind of like, I don't want to say it's harmless because then someone's gonna go. Well, here's why it is harmful. But in my, uh, it doesn't seem my, harmless because she asked for consent and was given it, and she said yeah. it makes her feel better. So who's getting yeah. hurt here? You're right. I I love that kind of harmless. I like a good flirt. Get out of town. Get There's those endorphins fun about going. it. Get those There's endorphins going about a little bit. It. A little cat, a, a little cash nude. Yes. A little cash nude, cash nude Fridays. Yes. 
Yes. And then she says, I don't take them at work. I take them at home. So you know what? She's double dipping. Yes. Because she feels good when she takes the pics, right? And then she feels good when she sends them to a safe and secure person. (laughs) And so now she's feeling good at work, too. Yeah. Be careful though. You get you. Here's a couple things, oh, and this come is on. just the, why you gotta rain the, on some nudes, Roar. Is that what you're I'm gonna not, do? Hey, hey, I support it. I just you gotta be. You better trust that person you're sending them to because well, that's yeah. a big. That's a lot of you know. If you're we're maybe talking the vow, them. maybe they're we're talking them. the vow. That's collateral. <laughs> be careful with that collateral uh, you're putting out there. I hope everybody who watched the vow and uh, liked is also angry that there's a season two. But that, I'm not even getting into that. Clearly feeding on, but I mean that people who a liked horrific situation two thirds of it as much as I did. Uh, like episodes five, six, and seven were just one episode. Did you watch the stars one? No, I'm not gonna. I don't Can care I, about he, India. But, he, but here's what I want to throw at you: because Mark you heard comes about off the bad. stars one. Yes, Mark but, comes but here, off bad, right? But no, people. People that I know have watched that one. They go, "Oh, you don't need the HBO one. Watch the four episodes on Stars. It within fifteen minutes, it outlines exactly. It's not this like, and here's the music video, and here's all. The, right. It's literally like, here's how fucking horrific it is. And Mark comes off real bad, real bad. He says some real fucked up shit. But I'm going to tell this I'm, to everybody, and including you, Rory. If you watched The Vow, and you've got someone in your life that you love right now, just every once in a while. Send them the chain link emojicon with the little kissy, just like they did for each other when they were in that weird ass like <laughs> version of it. Just send that to people. And when do they it were randomly. in DOS, you're talking about you're talking yeah, about DOS, DOS it up yeah, with yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. When you're Let's DOS, DOS it, tonight. Yeah. If you've DOSed it with someone in your life, you've got to DOS. You want to live DOS? DOS you got to DOS it. I know. Who knew that the like old version of uh, computer programming would come back to just make women have sex with a little hobbit i'm i am down for the playful sending nudes my question is is there is this a two-way street no i do not think it is don't you want it to be though she doesn't know first of all do you think most well we don't know that we don't know deep down she's like i wouldn't mind if there was something coming back my way i don't think there's a dude out there that's like you guys wouldn't even believe this the chick she's just sending me nudes in the general sense she's just bored In the general sense, and maybe our our wonderful sex positive friend Jen, our pen, our pal, or Jen could could chime in on this. But in the general sense, I don't think women are interested usually by getting nudes from men. That's a great question. That is a great. Well, not not that you pose as a question, but I know that you also mean it both ways. I think that's a great uh, that's a great area to explore because I am very curious about that and i think it's it obviously is very personality based and it's not gender based and it only becomes somewhat gender based because you start to talk about a majority like oh most women or most men yeah men Men. as we who who we can for the most part speak for and not all of them but i can tell you most of the men i have ever known uh would gladly and graciously accept uh a friend who's bored sending them nude photos because right. men are greatly turned on by the looking at visual. It. We're just looking, look at it. Would you look at it? Would you look at They're it? They're greatly turned on by the visual. Yes. Now, if you're and a woman listening not to that, this, not that women aren't, there are some women that are like, I know, well, but I am too. Like thing, like, of course. If you're a woman listening to this and you're like, I love a good, fucking beautifully veined up hard dick pic, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I'm going to go, I believe you. Go ask nine of your friends and see how many say 
the same thing. I'm going to guess what on if the they average. All be- what if they all do, but the, the then I, they, then I there's need to just, be just like, hey, let's, let's back up. We don't give that secret. They're like keeping their own. They're, they're smarter. I think women most- are smarter. Women. They go, why are we why would we show you all our fucking cards? And us men are like, just look at my cards. <laughs> now look, here's my thing where I'm gonna go down this road. I have a road. six of diamonds, just look at it. <laughs> I'm gonna go down this road. I when I say a man sending a dick pic, I mean like a guy being like glamour shot style. Boom. Here's a picture of my dick. Yeah, the boa. There's a boa around it. He's used. Of, yes, a little he's lens used flare. Vintage. Yes. He's used sepia you know, tone. Sepia. He's not. He's not a dirt bag. Right. But what I mean is a guy sending a picture of his dick and being like, "Miss you." Right. I think that was where most women. And I, I would love to be educated. You and I are nothing if not open to learning how we're wrong. I always in my life. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, but, but I think that's different, a different scenario and a different tone and a different response feeling than if a girl sends a sexually charged photo and then yeah. the guy responds showing how that made a physical reaction in his body. If the guy's coming yeah. back with a dick pic, then maybe I feel like it's more like, hell yeah, I love seeing what I did to you by sending that pic. But, yeah. but that initial, here's my boobs, up against that initial, here's my manhood, here's my junk, then I don't think... I think on the whole, do you I don't think, think there's women a turn on it. for women because they know how much we want to see it. That there's just like, hey, yes. I just showed you. I just showed you the I thing that so. you are like wanting to see so badly. Yes, that's yeah. I think you're right. Like, if, why is if that? You're why are we a woman and be... you send a a a, a a a sexy or nude pic to someone in your life that you have that? established relationship with and you know that they want to see it and that guy responds with like i just drove off the road you're like hell yeah you did i know yeah I know you did yeah that has to feel yeah. good yeah like this is a such weird but you're like scene. i know you did and they're like no i'm with my mom <laughs> and she my mom is hurt checked. very bad can you please I, no i haven't even looked at the text yet i'm just saying Right. So, sorry, I, I can't we need look help, at this. and you're my closest friend. <laughs> you're like a sister to me. Right. <laughs> Please stop sending me boomerangs of you bouncing your breasts. I'm trying to get out of the car. We are badly hurt. <laughs> Please call someone. I've always thought of you as family, yeah. <laughs> which is not what you want to hear back after a nude. That is the last. I always thought of you as family. Like, oh, all right. Oh, 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 how do I, I interpret that? I have no clue how to interpret that. <laughs> But I love that it's all about endorphins. Like if I, yeah, little peekers. If I have a, we're just talking nude pics. You can't even hear it. So she can't hear. She doesn't know. Um, it's the same. I bet it's some of the same endorphins. And I could be. We are not professionals, right? Look at Noah trying to jump into our show. We are not professionals. Okay, yeah. Noah, be able to announce yourself with ding dongs and everything. Um. <laughs> It's the same, Wait, like the sound or the yeah. Snack? Did you hear it? I heard it on my end. Oh, uh, I didn't he, hear it. If he wants to announce himself with the ding dong snacks, also the what we're talking about right now, a lot of ding dong announcing going. Today's on. show sponsored by Ding Dong. Oh, I would love it. America's snack. Um, the same endorphins are probably released if I put out an Instagram or a tweet or something, and you were to like hit me up on the side and be like, "That was a great joke." That's some of the same probably chemical. Like, oh, I put myself out there. I got back positive information. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Probably, I, right? 
Here's, you know, what's so strange is that as men, and this isn't every man, mm-hmm. and like I said, you know, th- I, you know, I'm going to speak for me, and I'm going to speak for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to speak for the two of us. I think us. it's pretty safe, just based off our color choices today. Yeah, that we did not coordinate that we can speak for each it, other most it is, times. Yeah, yeah. It is only yeah. We did not plan to both wear pink. It is only like when I'm just. A, a little out of it, and I've gone too far. Sure. That I'll ever look in the mirror and go, Jesus Christ! Like looking at my fully naked body, I'll go, Ah, Jesus Christ! Most of the time, I'm like, All right, and I'm okay. I am definitely sure. you're now Arnold. I'm definitely a five, and when I'm at my best, I'm a six. No, but, Rory, but I put my, you at a but seven. Listen, but listen, but listen, and my six, like if someone's like. What's your six? I'm like, oh, well, you would think it was a ten, sure, because you'd be like, God, he's really very confident, and it's and it's because there is so much less pressure on me since I was a child, mm-hmm. so much less pressure on me that my physical appearance means anything for me, right. that it has any value right. ever. So it is not burned into my psyche that I have to look a certain way, and I'm grateful for that. I wish, I wish. That truly was what we could all experience because then we would be our best. But selves. hold on. To bring it all back, what do you think in 1986, 84, Arnold felt like when he stood oh, in he, front of the mirror? But when you come in, he came in hot. He came in, look at this bod. When you start off with, look at this bod, then you got to keep that. Now the expectation is, well, you better keep that fucking bod. I mean, you look at like S- Stallone in like Rocky Three and Rocky All Four. All those guys. There was somebody Stallone was married to who did an interview once, like in Playboy or something. And she said that sometimes she would wake up and just stare at him because yeah. he was so physically like a specimen. So I imagine, would probably do that. Um, I would too. Imagine, I just have, you know what? I would just be standing next to the bed, like, look at you. But like, if you if you look damn. in the if you look in the mirror just and you're coffee, like, right, I'm like, I'm I'm six and a half in it today. Look at me, look at me, right? Look at me. Imagine what Arnold was just like. Oh, this is. Oh, I can see that. I'm like, well, that's a whole. Yeah, that's a muscle too. Like, <laughs> I am a ten. Like to just go, I am a ten, and it is undeniable. Yeah, but. But my point being, yeah, sorry, that even at like at that six and having the confidence of being like, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I, I I'm not worried about what my presentation of my naked self is. Sure. Even still, if someone's like, well, send a nude pic to somebody, I would go, oh, they don't want to see that. Uh, like it's 100%. such a weird dynamic of me. Oh, I'm. You want me to? You want me to put on a speedo and go to the beach with our friends? One, I'm a comic, so I will like the fact that people think it's funny and that my body lends itself to being like, oh, that's funny. He's in a speedo and his body's not great. I get it, but I still have the confidence to go. Hey, I don't care. I don't care what I look like. And if someone goes, great, then take a naked picture and send it to that girl. I would go. They do not want. They don't see that. that There's no context for why that's funny. And if I get so a laugh, I'm in both worlds of it. It's not an insecurity. It's me going, oh, I'm fine with myself. But I know that no one is going, God, I wish I could see that dude. Right. <laughs> but I feel like almost every straight man is saying that about so many women. I wish I could see that. Yes. But that's what, and that's why I'm kind of going to the point of like, they're, they're, I, I, it's always walking into a, a fucking dead end when you start going with like the women think this and men think this because I don't think that. But I know. I know on a whole that me and like so many men are like, yeah, I, lo- I love, I love it. 
I love to see the nudity. I love it. I'm I'm turned on by it. It does that thing for me, and I love it. And if it's a there's an eroticism to it, and I and I'm not sitting here talking to all of you going and i've decided to be this way mm-hmm. i i didn't i've just found myself in this vessel with this brain that goes hey we press all the buttons when that happens and you like it and i'm like yeah i do yeah but if a woman was like well i actually like it when and this is why i think women are smarter and deeper because that happens i think for some women i'm going to basically just talk about my wife that sort of thing happens in other circumstances it isn't a visual i need to see your naked body it isn't like oh i need you to say these you mean the equivalent it's like of doing you... these things it's like yes. being this thing it's like yeah. putting out a different energy that that presses those buttons uh for her and to me it's like to me it's it seems deeper because it almost is like hey look at my naked body the fact that it turns me on I can't. I, it's labeled as shallow. I don't necessarily think it's shallow, but I think to be turned no. on by something yes. on a deeper level, it's like, yeah, I think that is deeper. I'm. I'm so. I know that what I'm saying is does make sense and is confusing at the same time. I think it I'm makes total sense. I could be way off here, right? Way off. Way off. We are not professionals, and I'm about to say something. I don't. I'm not even sure. I 100 been believe. lying this whole time. I actually am a professional, but I thought. But I'll I take the like easy road and say I'm not one. But I am one. Go ahead. Unless I specifically know otherwise, I assume. Okay. Well, first I'll say what I'm sure of. If I'm out on the road and I'm dating somebody, and they they are like about to get in the shower, uh, tit pick, uh, just can't wait till you're back home, and I was like, holy fuck, hell. Yeah. Okay. Right. Super fun. Sure. What a fun, like an hors right. d'oeuvre. And you go, well, if the hors d'oeuvres are this good. Right. <laughs> now, unless I'm with somebody who said like, I love when you send me random dick pics, in which case I would do that because I'm down for that fucking slutty love I language. I would be shocked. Right. Me too. I'd and be it's like, not, you know, that's not I, a shocking honestly, thing, but same someone you, wanting. Same as you were. <laughs> I'd be like, you really want that? Like, I wouldn't believe <laughs> I'd be like that. I'd have to double. I'm like, are you a cop? <laughs> <laughs> You got to tell me if you're a cop, because if I send you a dick pic and, and you say you're not a cop, I get to arrest you. What do you mean am I a cop? We've been married for five years. Yeah, but I don't know who you are when you I'm gone. You could be Donnie Brascoing this whole life. So, but I, unless I know about That's the so dick pic stupid. thing, I would assume that I would be like, hey, I'm in Austin, right? I'm out, I'm walking across the bridge. I'm right in front of the Yeti flagship bar and store, right? <laughs> if right, I take right. a picture and send it to that girl and go... The only thing I wish right now is that you were here and we could go into this bar and before this year's done, we're going to come back to Austin to do this together. That to yeah. me, I feel like that right, is a tit pick. Yes, that is th- that is that of them being like I want to hear from our listeners. I uh, me too because I I, I could, I'm o- I'm open to being wrong, but I feel like that uh that thought, those th- that feeling, that sentiment is the equivalent or releases the same thing in the girl as the vice versa of getting a tip pick pre-shower I, miss you. I pick. think you're going to get both responses. I think you're going to get a lot of people well, say you are wrong. Yeah. Here's the thing. When, when, uh, when, and this, this is again, I, this is me, but if someone writes in and goes, you're way wrong. Actually, women think this and it's, it's hypersexual. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you're, I know <laughs> you, this is the thing, Rory. And I think it's maybe I'm lazy. Cause if someone goes, actually, I'm a hypersexual and th- that isn't what th- that the picture of the bar telling me we're going to do something romantic doesn't turn me on. Actually, what turns me on is you writing a, like foul language to me about something we're going to do Tell sexually. Me. I would go more my speed, Let's more my style. I can totally, <laughs> yes. I can hit that. I own that car. And there are I can no brakes. Hit that nail right on the yes. head. I've, I have the hammer. All of these are innuendos. I have the hammer. Let's hit that nail right mm-hmm. on the head. I got you. I've got mm-hmm. you. But if it's like, 
He's he's a romantic. I'm like, I don't know what. That's why I think I'm dumb. That's why I think I'm like, I don't know what you need. But the thing I like about us, and I think it makes us, (laughs) in my opinion, makes us good comics. It also, I think, helps make us try to be better people is you won't make me mad by telling me personally how I'm wrong. For for you and you and each oh. person could only say for themselves like Dan actually you're wrong because for me and I'd be like oh I'd love it yes I would love it because I'm learning more about other people's way that they evaluate things and think of yes things. so there's very few things that I'm someone's going to gonna come at me on a topic that I'm going to go hey right. sometimes you put yourself out there with a post on Instagram or Twitter where you've done something politically and then someone goes well did you know this candidate dot 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 back in blah 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 and you're like ah well I didn't know that and you do feel something that honestly still shouldn't affect you because it's not your fucking best friend but you put yourself out there with these opinions and these thoughts I am all about hearing getting taken to school yeah tell me so anyone that wants to reply to this, just be uh, nice. Just a heads up. There's no need to be aggressive because right. Daniel and I don't even know that. We we are not saying what we are right at all. No. I am infinitely fascinated. And, 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 and maybe this is it. Maybe this is why we feel this way. Because men are, are lumped into this category of we're just dumb and all we ever think about is sex. Mm-hmm. And... As two men, we know that that is the truth. (laughs) (laughs) So when someone says, well, women are complex because of these things, because that cliche about men we know deep in our hearts it has a lot of truth to it, we then go, well, is the cliche about women, does that have some truth to it? And... That's why when someone writes in and goes, actually, women are hypersexual, and this is what turns them on. That's when I go, oh, good. Thank you for Because I know the cliche about me is right. Right. So that's just what makes me go, well, is the cliche? But I don't know if it's right. And understand, we could have pennies and pellers, men and women, they's and them. It's all so subjective. Who could write us back and say, under no circumstances, no matter how much I love you, do I ever want a dick pic? And then another person, so you guys were completely right. And then somebody else will write us in and go, if I'm dating All a guy day, and, we've, every day. and we've been on two dates and he will not send me random dick pics, I never want to talk to that guy again. And, 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 be like, yes. and you are right. Yes, because it's so subjective. I know. Yeah. I think that's what makes it so exciting. Okay, let's take a quick. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll just it's wrap up. It's still all about letter. respect. It's all oh, honey, get about your consent respect. and make the get consent part ads. of what gets you off. Here come the ads. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey. Do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? 
Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. All right, Roy, we're back. I want to finish up <laughs> this letter. But we got one we do, more to go. Tell, we got let's one more, remind uh, everybody about when they can all hang with us again. It's uh, something we look forward to every month. Folks, 1128, mm-hmm. you're going to get Daniel Vaniel Candle and Rory Mori Scory. <laughs> We're doing a special post-Thanksgiving. Yes. It's a Palsgiving. And I'm going to tell you this. 1128, a live show. We're selling tickets. We're doing it. We We're have having a the meal with you. Yep. We have a surprise. If you want to be there... Join us. If you don't want to be there, don't join us. Life is l- truly that right. simple. You could still buy a ticket and not be there. You could support yeah. us and not be there. Um, As always, and we forget to mention this a lot, because Daniel and I, uh, with Noah and, and Lissa, we, we sort of pick out the charities. We... We usually pick them out before the live show, and then we forget to hype those charities. Either way, the percentage... We put a percentage aside that goes to those uh, charities. Yeah, it's all right there. People see. It we when they do want to remember to ticket. hype it because because you may also want to know about a charity you didn't know about, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you find yourself making a donation outside of you know the percentage that came out of your ticket price to go to that charity. So sure. make no mistake, even if we forget to hype it. It's because we're two cackling idiots. It's not because we don't have a charity picked out and ready to go. Right. We've, we've always had one. We just forget. And and the it, last one was St. Jude's, I believe. Yes, which it was. Is a great St. Jude Children's St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Look into it if you haven't. And um, a few things as we enter the season of giving. A few things. We are going to have a big surprise announcement at this show. Secondly, I had wanted yes. planned on doing the show in Rochelle. I will tell you on a serious note before we wrap up this fun letter that um, I. Uh, I have multiple family members in the last week who have gotten COVID, and I might end up having multiple more. So it does not look like I'm going to Rochelle, Illinois. Even if they hadn't oh, gotten Jesus COVID, it didn't look Christ. like I was going anyway. So um, uh, thinking about the, those people in my family and hoping that it stays contained. So it's not likely I'll get to do it from Ken and Connie's house, but um, let's hope out for Christmas that I'll be Ken able to because uh, we'll pick that date. The other thing I wanted yeah. to tell everybody, and it's uh, it's what Rory said about the charity. You know, we had talked about before this pandemic. We really wanted to have live shows that we do start incorporating something that gives back, not only to the community that we've created, but the community maybe in which we're doing shows. And that's a part of what these are. You know, we aren't doing stand-up. So yes, you are legitimately supporting 
us just like you would support us if we were getting out to come to your town and do shows. But also, you're still supporting this theme that I think is huge and great about Pen Pals is like, what can we do with so many great people who want to do something? So yeah, yes. if you get a couple's ticket or a group ticket, a, a percentage of that sale goes directly to an organization. And it's I love that we're doing that. I love that I get to get excited about a show. I love that I get to get to do a show with you and Lissa and Noah. So um, I hope people join us on the 28th. Where can they get those tickets? Daniel? Go to danielvankirk.com or you can probably search Eventbrite too, but uh, danielvankirk.com will hook you up. Okay, Rory, last part of this letter. Last part of this letter. And that was Dana? Uh, yeah, Dana? yeah, from Dana. All right, here we go. Here we go. For three full years prior to the beginning of 2020, so this is going back 2017, all of 2017, all of 2018, all of 2019, I imagine, I didn't have sex with anyone. I didn't even have physical contact with anyone outside of the occasional hug. I won't get into the reasons for this besides saying that I had responsibilities that I erroneously thought precluded me from having any intimate relationships, purely sexual or otherwise. I don't know if that means she was a priest. What does that mean? I don't know. This is this is not shade at all. I thought I had responsibilities. I wonder if she... This is totally... Dana did not put this in my head. I'm putting it in my own head. If she had herpes and thought that that meant she couldn't have sex with anyone at all, which is not true. These are very big swings you keep taking. I know, but I I, I go out there on it. <laughs> you went I had from a zero to herpes. I'm telling you guys right now. Less than two seconds. This is how vulnerable I'll be because it's gross. <laughs> Other than the occasional cold sore, which I luckily haven't had in years. I don't have herpes, but I have had friends that had them, and I f- freaked out along with them and for them until they found out that like, oh, I just take this every single day. I'm having absolutely no flare-ups. I can have a normal sex life. Yes. So that's to me is like, what would make someone be like, hey, I have to be responsible. I don't yeah, get to have maybe. sex with anybody anymore. Maybe. Over- it could be that. It could be. I, I honestly don't know. It's so broad. There's such a large number of variables I know. that could cause that. But it, what a mysterious for a, for a letter For a huge letter that has no question marks, it surely presented a lot of them. A big one. Over some time, with friend, over some time uh, friends helped me see that I didn't... It didn't have to be that way. See, that's somebody being like, no, you can have sex. Don't worry about it. Because just the phrase... My friends helped me see it didn't have to be that way. Right. It just sounds like a medicine commercial. And then Dana says... Chlorzeprol! She, she broke her three-year drop by having sex with a 25 year old uh co-worker slash firefighter so he's volunteer i imagine that had to feel great right did she said we did it in his truck in a parking lot at work and near work i'm 46 get it i've moved on from that fellow and have tested the water with another couple fellows and am now back to my regular self insatiable it is torture sweet sweet torture lol i'm a goof fuck truck Number three gives me, or number one, I guess, technically, yes. gives me so many questions. I don't know. I mean, I'm happy I for don't, her. I just don't know. I don't but know. But I'm happy. Like, good. Great. Good for you. Because right now, in the world we live in, I feel like, at best, we're all getting the occasional hug. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about Rory, like... Mm-hmm. We're, I, I'm not getting I, any hugs. I hug... We, I've always hugged you. And oh, I've I'm seen you... Oh, I thought we were talking dozens COVID of hugs. times since March. That's right, and haven't hugged you at hugging. all. So yeah. I think about like somebody for three years only getting the occasional hug, and I and I I'm not putting shade on anybody who 
doesn't like physical touch. Uh, it's one of my big love languages. Um, but uh, to think that she couldn't and now she is, like, that's some good friends. I think that short little sentence might be the biggest part. Over some time, a few friends helped me see it didn't have to be that way. Huge friends. Huge Huge few friends. We had a little backyard, socially distanced, masked hang with Mandy Johnson, who you and I have talked about on this show mm -hmm. when it comes to hugs. The proper amount of hug time that you didn't know was the hug time you needed. <laughs> when you hug Mandy Johnson, you're just like, oh, that's how you're supposed to mm -hmm. hug. You're supposed to hug, feel that connection yes. part ways. I mean, we're talking Let the heart a 10-second hug. Let Most hugs are a second, play. two seconds. Yeah. She lets the heartbeats sink yeah which is very dangerous um, for some people to kind of so get in a regular dangerous, especially going. if you've got you know a pacemaker it's not mm -hmm. supposed to be that way right um yeah i'd say those are some pretty valuable friends there that helped you through a tough time wait did There's you hug two, her with your social no. distance or no yeah no oh, oh my point was being like very difficult to not do that knowing yeah. that someone is like has that style of hug you're like the elbow tap yeah. wave from far away yeah um I would say there's too many question marks in number one for me to adequately comment, but I got to say secret number two is wildly exciting, and I would actually <laughs> love to hear so much more from not only Dana, if sure. there's more to be said, but from many a female and male and what have yeah. you, I, just anyone, anyone who has an opinion on... You know, like, you know, you we go down this road of of categorizing things, even I, as I just did it, to categorizing things into male and female. I know that's not the case, but it's that it's uh, we start talking about women and their feelings. It It isn't just women. I actually want to hear from everybody. Of Anyone course. who's like, oh, this affected me. This this <laughs> I thought about this or I feel like this. Hit us up because Daniel and I could probably do an entire December just on sex chat. Well, it's a topic that wildly fascinates the the two of us, I know. It's funny you should say that because that was the other thing I was going to say before we close this out is I loved when we said, hey, write us letters about like uh, family trips and Pinterest and we got all those letters about family trips. Yeah. Um, if I would love to hear about anyone's like holiday traditions, if anybody wants to write us, like, for example, in my family, we have quite a few spaghetti dinner on Christmas Eve. We watch Christmas 1986 that our family taped. Even my aunt and uncle and I, at some point when I'm home, the three of us sit down and watch season two, I think, the Christmas episode from the Andy Griffith, which is like one of the greatest. Rory, if you've never seen it, oh my God, it's yeah. such a great episode. Um, yes. So I would love to hear about fun family traditions from people and then start thinking about the new year. I want to hear people's 2021s like resolutions too. Yes. Something they've always wanted to do or something they promised to stop doing. Uh, I like when things are more positive than negative just personally, but... Um, I, I agree with Daniel, and I'm not even going to throw something in there because I, I want us to focus on literally those uh, two things. I do want to... Um, before we close out this letter, just because yeah. when we close out the letter, it's the end of the episode. Sure. Uh, but I know that this is this is very important to myself, Daniel, and I think most of our listenership. Uh, we got a letter from someone named Morgan uh, just yesterday, and uh, it's a poll worker in Georgia. And if you guys remember, oh, wow. not that long ago, Daniel and I had said something uh, about, hey, the, the fight in Georgia is ongoing. Those are two Senate seats that are still available. If, if, this, if this is a part of your life and this is important to you... 
and I bet it is important to a lot of people. Uh, I'm not going to read this letter, but I'm going to say some of the highlights of what Morgan said. She said, there's a lot of people in Georgia that show up and actually don't know how the voting process works in Georgia. They don't understand registering. They don't know that they had Mm. to be registered. They don't know. There's so much information they don't know. So if you're wanting to get involved, and this is everyone in the country, if you're wanting to get involved in this major Senate fight that is going to be happening in Georgia starting now, there are ways to get involved, um, and there are ways to help people get registered and get voting and try to knock down what is very obvious voter suppression across the state in many states of this. But right now, Georgia is the main focus. A website you can go to mvp.sos.ga.gov. Now you're sitting there, you're going, but I don't live in Georgia. You know someone who does. You know there are pennies and pallets who do live in Georgia. If ever there's a time to phone bank, text bank, uh, make people aware of how this process works and try to give them the information, even if at the end of the day they go, well, I'm actually voting for the Republican. Either it, th- That's not how I live my life and that's not how I would vote for these people, right. but people should know this no matter what they end up doing with that vote. They should know how these things work and it should be available to absolutely everybody. One highlight I want to say, the deadline to register to vote for this Senate runoff is December 7th. That is right around the corner. So if there's a part of you that understands how important this runoff is and you want to do something, phone bank, text bank, go to that website I just said, mvp.sos.ga.gov. If you live in Georgia, that's where you can go to register to vote, but you can probably find information to share with other other people. Early voting for the runoff begins December 14th, and you can vote at any polling place in your county. On election day, January 5th, you must vote at your assigned precinct. I'm going to read this full letter on our next episode because I want to keep hyping this every episode up until um, this happens, especially the live one, because nothing could matter more than getting involved in politics. Do not let people tell you that our country doesn't know how to run an election. Do not let people tell you that anything is fraudulent. Do not let people inform you of your reality. Go find it and figure it out for yourself and believe what your instinctual heart and soul tells you is the truth. Start looking at people that way. Start reading people that way. Start reading and understanding situations that way. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to fuck up. You're going to misread things. You're going to trust people you probably shouldn't. But listen to your fucking heart when it comes to to who should be in charge Mm -hmm. of your tax money, of your communities, of trying to make things better. You can so clearly read people. Start doing that again. It's very important. Agreed. I love that, man. And we'll read it the next one, too. All right, Dana. Yeah, you, you need to tell us about what happened at Walmart. Write us back. That's a Patreon yep. palpitation. Oh, yeah, for sure. I want to know what happened to Walmart. And then if you feel comfortable, obviously, it's up to you. We'll just talk about it. You're the one who decides if you want to ride it or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we're willing to hear more about secret number one. But either way. This was awesome. Can't wait to hear from so many other people who I I mean, who knows, Rory? We might get some dudes sending us nudes. I'm ready for <laughs> dude nudes. <laughs> uh all right. Welcome back to Nudes Dudes with Daniel and Raniel. I won't I won't give my real name, give but it's so clearly name. me. Uh but I go by Raniel and you go by Daniel. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm Daniel. Yeah. Uh thanks, Dana. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoble. It wasn't so long ago.
podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org/cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.